this crazy dream About some folks who love this country Who all began to dream the same dream And when the morning came There arose across this nation People thinking one and the same And they awoke to find their freedoms And all their liberties Had gradually been taken away And when they realized the danger To their posterity I heard those patriotic people say We want this country back And our freedoms and our rights restored We want this country back She's been driven way off track We're wide awake and we're madder than hell now And we ain't gonna take it anymore No, we're not gonna take it anymore When the stars and stripes for his name, America. But now it's all been changed, and when we gaze upon old glory, it's hard to fight back feelings of shame. We're fed up with lying politicians and greedy corporations who have sold us out time and again. And we're sick and tired of sending our soldiers off to wars That we were never meant to win We want this country back We ain't just joking, Jack we wanna... Welcome back, folks, to another edition here of the Concord Lantern. You are listening to us here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Maggie Rose, and you're listening to us live. It is live audio only here on February the 26th, 2024. I want to thank those of you uh, in the listening audience that last week donated uh, during the Lantern, uh, Conquer Lantern show uh, to RBN. We are really, really in need of any and all donations that could come in, please. Um, You know this helps to not only pay our staff, Uh, which um, also helps with our equipment and keeping our equipment updated. So for those of you that did donate last week uh, during the Concord Lantern Show, I thank you so very much. And if any of those of you listening in today can donate anything, anything at all, please do so. We appreciate it. You have two hours here of which you can contact Julie or donate. You just go to the www.republicbroadcasting.com dot org network and you'll see a place there where you can donate either by debit card credit card there's various ways to be able to donate and uh maggie rose and the concord lantern staff here we appreciate any and all donations i don't care how small it is even if it's a dollar five dollars whatever please do whatever it is that resonates with you it will help keep the concord lantern and the other wonderful broadcasters here on the air. And again, thank you for those of you last week. Uh, We're bringing back with us today Daniel. Now, many of you um, have heard Daniel before here 
<clears throat> on Republic Broadcasting Network as well as on other networks that he was with me on in years gone by. As you know, I've been doing this now for almost 30 years. And there is a lot going on in the country right now. A lot of people are very concerned, very worried, uh, because they don't really understand what's going on. But folks, behind the scenes, there have been many people, white hats and people like Daniel, that have managed to be able to try to keep a um, few steps ahead of what's going on and maybe even circumvent some of the real negative things that the New World Order, the globalists, the cabal, what we call the deep state, have had in plans for us. Now, when you hear people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates talking about how you will own nothing and you'll be happy, uh, they're talking about us. They're not talking about themselves. Isn't it interesting that while they're trying to defund the police in many different cities, uh, yet they themselves, some of these leaders, these people that we elected into office to represent us, are actually going out and using taxpayers' money in order to be able to provide for themselves and their family members' security, armed security. Really interesting, the hypocrisy. And people have lately started really noticing on TV many of the movies and the films going back for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years were basically warnings. Because you see, folks, the people in the deep state, they have this really weird bond. They're supposed to let us know the evil intentions they have in store for us. So what they do is, being that they've captured Hollywood, the deep state is in control of our mass media, and they're in control of Hollywood, they've been able to propose and get directors and producers to make some of these films, uh, sci-fi films and other fi films, and say, look, at you're going you're gonna to make big money, this is going to appeal to people's gloom and droom, and you know, you'll be able to make money while you're at it. At the same time, we're kind of doing what we have got this bond to let people know uh, what we're planning for their demise. And some of those you can actually see on movies like The Blacklist and movies like on The X-Files and on some of the Law and Order films that have come out um, in the last few years. Well, one of the things that I've been noticing is that there were some things that were happening in 2016 and 2017. We've been warning people since the 1990s and people thought we were crazy. They thought, you know, we were Looney Tunes. Our government would not do this to us. Just shows how naive and ignorant some of them really were. And, of course, then about 2015, 16, 17, um, I met Daniel uh, through some other contacts through the white uh, hat and the military environments, the cultures from retired veterans that had also heard about Daniel. And he started sharing some things with me in 2018 and 19 that was coming, including the whole situation regarding the pandemic. In fact, he was actually sharing with us what they were doing in France and some of the protocols that were working. And as you all know, when 2020 and 21 hit, people like Governor of California, uh, Gavin Newsom, and people like Kate Brown were basically fighting against any and all protocols it's because they had already bought into the deep state, the New World Order, the cabal. And, of course, many of you know that Oregon is considered one of the most occupied states in the Union right now as far as Chinese, red Chinese infiltration. They're purchasing up the farmland throughout the state of Oregon. And people like David Brock Smith um, and his friend, Democrat Mr. Tuttle, 
uh, from San Francisco, a Democrat voting in San Francisco in 2018 and 2020, uh, then coming up and purchasing vacation property in Curry County, Oregon, uh, in the same county that Senator David Brock Smith is in, purchasing a vacation home there, and then registering as an independent and voting as an independent in the 2018-2020 elections in Oregon. And at the same time, he was voting as a Democrat in San Francisco, where his home property is, his main base of operation is. And he voted there also, but as a Democrat in 18 and 20. Donated over $150,000 and counting to David Brock Smith, who he and David Brock Smith had been doing deals with the Red Chinese. And uh, as you know, Mr. Tuttle is one of the biggest uh, hotel owners here in America, owning most of the hotels in Beijing, China. So there's a lot of traders here in the United States of America. And Daniel has been one of those that's been exposing many of our own locals throughout the United States that have committed treason against the American people. We're going to be talking about this and much more. So I would like to thank you, Daniel, for being willing to come up. I know you've been preparing for the show for days now. We've had many hours of discussions about some of the topics And we're very grateful to have you back. Can can you hear me now? I'm on. Yeah, we can. Hi, Maggie. How are you? I seem to be connected quite fine. Thank you. So we've been talking a lot about what is going on with the deep state and the cabal. And where would you like to start off to kind of giving people a little bit of a history? We won't be taking any calls until at the very end of the two hours but I want people to at least have a piece of paper and a pen handy so as they hear you talk, they can write down notes. And then when they do call in, uh, they can uh, ask some really well-thoughtful questions. I know a lot of people just want to call in and they hear themselves talk or they want to make comments. But if your comments, if you're calling into the show, folks, and you want to make a comment, make sure it's in relation to what Daniel is talking about today. If you have a question, please make it short and sweet and then drop off so Uh, He can answer your question on air, and we can bring somebody else in to also ask a question or make a comment. Daniel, where would you like to start first? I think it's probably best to start with a little bit of history. We have have two hours. So if we take our time and go through each section, I think it's important for people to understand what exactly is happening right now, what what the buildup was to get us here as American citizens, uh, who is the deep state? Because if you ask people who is the deep state, I, I'm not sure that people have a clear idea of who or what the deep state is. A little bit of history as far as intelligence uh, gathering and who, who are they and how have we come to be in such a mess that we're in right now. So I thought perhaps let's start with a little history. And I thought that would be the best. Is that okay with you if we start with a little bit of history? That sounds good. All right. All right. First of all, we're going to get into the border. But before we get into the border, let's talk about NGOs. And let's talk about the CIA. Let's talk about how this, we're going to get to how this internal surveillance intelligence outfit through NGOs was created. Basically, you have to go all the way back to 1947. Everybody knows the CIA 
is outward looking. They look outside the United States. Their charter is they were outside the U.S. borders. So in those times, they became experts, so proficient in taking over countries in Central America, in the Western Bloc of Europe, changing elections, winning elections, sabotaging elections, putting people in power, taking people out of power, controlling the money flow to where this deep state cabal, as people talk about it, wanted to go. Now, through the years, they became very, very proficient. Like I said, they're expertly trained. They know exactly what they're doing. What I don't think people really understand is how big they are, how well entrenched they are, and how much of the world they control. Now, I'm going to use the CIA as an example. Back in 1945, 1947, they created these NGOs to help them, for example, in Central America, turn over elections. Now, that was very successful. Everybody knows what's happened through the years, through all the different presidencies, you know, up until Reagan and Iran-Contra, which kind of fell apart, but it shows you an example of how powerful they are. Now, they've become very, very powerful. They're very entrenched. They're very organized. And when I say they're powerful people, I will tell you that one of these NGOs, we call them the Powerful Seven. That's not their name, and I'm not going to give out their name, but we call them the Powerful Seven. The reason why is this NGO, for one example, has seven of the prior CIA directors on the board of directors. This one NGO controls NATO. It controls everything from funding to intelligence gathering and everything involved with the World Bank, the IMF, uh, all intelligence gathering, uh, altering elections. It's not just with the Dominion server and Carmichael's hammer and scorecard. It's everything. They're entrenched everywhere. It's like an octopus. They're in everything. And I don't think people realize when we say the deep state, okay, when I talk to people around the country and around the world, you know, they think it's basically a small outfit of very powerful people, very powerful families that have been in control for hundreds of years. And that's all true. However, using black budget money, you know, money from the government that's been basically stolen to fund all these NGOs, the intelligence gathering around the world has has pretty much become privatized. The reason for this is there's no government oversight. Now, why do I say this? Because if you bring it up to 1991, when the internet basically became pretty proficient and allowed normal citizens to speak on an international basis almost instantaneously or instantaneously, and they could comment and post on anything, they absolutely were caught off guard. And this fact right here, we're going to tie that into the border and what is happening today. So what happened in 91 through 2009 when 
Obama became president, president, former president Obama, what they did is they decided they need to create a very good intelligence gathering service, but the CIA couldn't do it. So what they did was they took a fringe element of the FBI for investigative purposes. That's what they're good at if they stay within their parameters and do it legally. But they gather all the information. They run ops on unsuspecting civilians, whether they're on the Internet or just around the country. And because the FBI does the investigation, they really had no other group that could be the enforcement wing. So the FBI, through the CIA's direction and these NGOs, more so the NGOs than the CIA, they joined, FBI joined with DHS as the enforcement arm. And a good example of that is the January 4, 5, and 6 phenomena that happened at the Capitol. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but they became very proficient. Uh, they infiltrated groups all around the country. Um, and basically what they did is when they infiltrated these groups, uh, President Trump came along. And I'm going to go backwards and forwards. But the whole reason the populist president and President Trump won is because they were wholly unprepared. And they caught them off guard. Most people know that but don't know how it became about and what what are they going to do about it now because we're at a we're at the tipping point of this country regardless of what anybody tells you this country is got one foot off the cliff and if something isn't done majorly and people don't understand how deeply in trouble the united states is uh it'll be over for the united states before people realize uh, what happened now I want to talk about, tie this into January 4th, 5th, and 6th as an example so people can see. Now, 10 months prior to the January 4th, 5th, and 6th, uh, call it whatever you want, the Democrats and the liberals and the deep state want to call, call it an insurrection. My opinion is it's not an insurrection. It was a 100% complete and total setup of President Trump. And how they did it was this. When they infiltrated these groups, they found out and they tested through psychological battery uh, means who in these groups could they get to come to Washington for January 4, 5, and 6. And if they came, who were the most likely that would, through a, you know, all jacked up or heated up on emotional patriotism, who would follow um, FBI sources, FBI registered informants, undercover FBI agents, who would follow them into the Capitol when the doors were opened wide open for them? Now, before I continue, people need to know this was a planned op. It ran for 10 months. It was very well thought out. It's one of the best operations I've ever read. 
and it was carried out to perfection. So when these people went into the Capitol, the doors were open and the whole, whole op was designed to make President Trump look like an insurrectionist so they could completely stop him in his tracks. And that's what you're seeing right now. Now, if you look at January 6th, the outcome was President Trump is an insurrectionist. What people have to understand is it was a setup. Now, the Republicans will tell you, yep, that's true. The liberals, the Democrat, and the deep state will say, oh, no, President Trump's an awful person. He's just, he's Satan. He's going to get us in the world wars and, and all these types of things where his record does not suggest any of that. However, because the deep state controls the Western media, not just in the United States, but worldwide, they control it 100%. And I'll give you an example. When, when somebody was deposed back in 2016 and the deep state NGOs recognized that they had a big problem because they couldn't control these replies and it was very damaging. What they did was they, using DHS, they told Facebook and these other companies that if you don't take down a reply, a comment, or a thread, we're going to fine you $51 million a day per comment, per thread, whatever, if you don't take it down. So as much as people think, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at the time, and Elon Musk found this in his in his algorithms and took it out. Um, but if they didn't follow along with the deep state, the deep state was going to bankrupt them. So you either go along and do what we say, or we're going to bankrupt you. That was their choice. So many people, me included, before I realized what was going on, just assumed Facebook and Google and these other massive social media giants were tied into the deep state, you know, quite willingly, and, so, and some were, and financed as well. So they went along with it. Now, we get to the point where the 26, whatever you want to call it, as far as I'm concerned, it's a riot or whatever you want to call it, not even a riot. It was, like I said, a well-planned uh, situation to get these people who they've already profiled. They got them to, to D.C. and they opened the doors. And Maggie, you might remember, I told you this a couple of days before it happened, what was going to happen. And the people who did it wasn't just uh, Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell. Uh, the cap, you know, it wasn't just them. They were taking orders from these NGOs. And when they created this huge intel gathering, inward looking, it's basically the CIA looking inward through the FBI and the DHS. So what happened was, as an example, they got these people there. They're, they're all excited with emotional, you know, upset about the election. They're, they're 
leap, as everybody knows, what the, the election was stolen. It was rigged, so to speak. So they were high on adrenaline. They were emotional and specific people. Uh, some of them, you know, very well, uh, Maggie, who are in jail at this moment. Right. They fo- they followed along exactly like it was planned. Now, when I say planned, these people in these NGOs, seven of the retired CIA directors, they know with exact precision what just about any person is going to do after they study these people. And they did exactly what uh, the FBI and the DHS and these deep state operators wanted them to do. And I said before it happened that these these, these gates were going to be moved, these concrete barriers were going to be moved, the yep. doors were going to be open. Now, when you get in inside the building, there were FBI undercover agents. There were also undercover sources dressed like Trump. Uh, people, you know, in the audience or in the collective body outside. Um, it's proven, and I'll get into that in a minute, but there's a minimum of 200. Um, I believe it's over 250 of these operators, whether they were agents, uh, undercover voluntary sources or registered sources. Um, when detect, uh, when uh, the director of the FBI, Ray, was asked the question, he couldn't answer it on the Hill because, you know, he'd be lying. Now, he, like most politicians and most people that high up in the FBI or CIA, quite frankly, they lie. And you, you know me, when I decide to go public and we decide to go public, we don't pull punches. We say it like it is. And so what they had inside were cameras. They had everything all set so they could do a prosecution of these people. Now, your audience might say, well, geez, how do you know that? You know, people say whatever they want, but, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Where's the pudding? Well, right now, and, and this is something if people have a notepad, they should write it down. Right now, um, on the Hill, um, Speaker of the House Johnson is sitting on 80,000 hours of digital tape. It's actually more than 80,000 hours, slightly more. 80,000 hours. And what's in these tapes and in these statements and written documents? It has absolutely every phone call made every transmission over a handheld radio or a a chest uh, police officer has the mic on his chest. It has dispatching um, statements. It has everything pertaining to January 4, 5, and 6 and after. Now, when people say proof's in the pudding, Daniel, where's the pudding? I'm telling you exactly where the pudding is. The pudding is in these tapes. Now, what's the problem? The problem is, is it's classified. Why is it still classified, Daniel? That's what I don't understand. Most of us now know, in fact, what's very interesting is 
um, one of the ABC News reporters that I'm very good friends with, he and I both took apart um, picture by picture, screen by screenshot of the gun coming out on the other side of the door that shot Ashley Babbitt. We could even wear, we even were able to see the bracelet the man was wearing, the type of gun that was being pointed at Ashley. And we found out later that this gentleman, who is uh, what you would call black American, I guess, that he was actually a member of the CIA. The man who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt, who not only was not prosecuted, but was actually considered a hero, was actually a member of the undercover CIA in those inner offices, and he's the one that shot Ashley Babbitt. So why is that all being covered up and classified? That doesn't make any sense. Well, actually, it's a good question. It's a good question, Maggie, but it actually does make sense because if you look at the tapes, and I've seen some of the tapes, when that happened, people cheered, and they showed you know, exactly what their true belief was and their true thinking. And these are these are all people who sold out. In my opinion, they're treasonous. Um, and they they cheered. They cheered this on. That, that woman was unarmed. She was climbing through a glass window. So she was in no position to shoot anybody. There was no record of anybody firing any shots from a weapon. Uh, nobody was known to have a weapon, and, the, and law enforcement's job is to make an arrest, secure the person and make an arrest. No attempt was made whatsoever. The reason why is going back to what I said. This was an operation to set up President Trump as an insurrectionist. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be a bioweapon 
The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Welcome back. Uh, this is the Conquer Lantern being brought to you by Republic Broadcasting Network. Uh, I am your host, Maggie Rose. We have Julie on the board, and we have Daniel as our guest. Daniel, would you like to pick up where you were last talking about what um, was happening on January the 6th? Yes. Okay. So let's, let's, let's just review for a moment. This was a 10-month op, and it was... 100% created and executed so that deep state, this, this intel facing inward in the country with the FBI and the DHS, this operation was designed to hurt Trump in the future as an insurrectionist. Now, as far as the shooting goes, by all other sense of the term, that would be a bad shooting because no attempt at, at trying to arrest this young woman was made. She didn't have a gun. There was no investigation. And she, the shooter was not CIA. He was NGO, controlled by this, this network that I've described to you. Now, if you look at the operation... And this shooting, it plays perfectly into, you know, what I said. And most people don't know that this was a 10-month plan expertly, you know, done. And they just think, for the most part, that this was just a group of highly emotional Republicans who thought the election was stolen and wanted to peacefully go and show what they believe. Now, in saying that again, and I'm taking this slowly because this is very important to what we're going to get into. These people were led purposefully into the building, into the certain areas, 
and anybody knows who's been there, there isn't any chance they could have made it to specific offices like Nancy Pelosi or the House chamber or the Senate chamber, but yet they went right to it. Now, how did they get there? When the doors were opened after the barricades were moved, and we said that was going to happen back on the 4th, these people were led exactly where the cameras were, and those cameras were set up to provide a criminal uh, charges on these people, all planned 10 months prior. So that, that should resonate with people as to why this thing has become so big. It's a direct attack on trying to stop a populist president. Now, in saying that, I go back and say again, this populist president, Donald Trump, totally took them by surprise. And this entire plan, this these organizations, part of the deep state, so people now know, you know, when asked who is the deep state, I just gave them one very big section of the deep state re regarding the intelligence community. So after the shooting, it was all blamed on Trump supporters who were, in fact, FBI undercover agents, FBI sources, whether they be voluntary or registered, that's who they were. It was planned to perfection. And I've seen a lot of ops in my day, and this one was carried out pretty much to perfection. Now, how do you prove it? That's the key. Anybody in law enforcement on the opposing side, like President Trump and his attorneys, how do they prove it? How does President Trump fight back against a narrative that was created through propaganda, through the Western media, that is 100% controlled by these intelligence cabals? And without proof, President Trump is in big trouble. Now, I referred to these 80,000 hours of taped everything, dispatched. Absolutely everything that went over the air was covered. Everything was captured on video. It was classified. Now it's up to Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, to release it. Now he has a very difficult situation in front of him. Does he do what's right for the country and release it? Because that much data cannot be segregated and put to use by a simple, you know, 10 or 20 analysts, you know, to make any heads or tails of it. It's too much information. But if it's released to the public, then the public can. They can become the investigators. But what it does on these 80,000 hours of tapes, it absolutely exonerates President Trump, former President Trump, and it absolutely would convict in a fair court people I've mentioned. And it's not just Nancy Pelosi. It's not just Chuck Schumer. It's not just Mitch McConnell. You know, to name a few, although they were right up at the top, it's not just 
now FBI directors and, and the administration at the FBI, it all goes back to these NGOs that created this organization, which is FBI and DHS. So there we go. Now we have a situation where President Trump is being attacked, quite frankly, unlawfully. He's not being prosecuted. He's being persecuted. And any other candidate other than former President Trump, who doesn't have the money and resources that he has, his candidacy or another person's candidacy would already be wiped out. So President Trump continues. Now, where do we go from here? We've talked about who the deep state are, one portion of it. Now let's review the deep state controls all of the Western media. These NGOs control NATO. They control the World Health Organization. They control the IMF, deep ties to the Federal Reserve, and deep ties to the highest politicians in Washington, D.C. What do they do? Well, they learn from very, probably the most proficient programmer of of the human mind, a guy named um, Joseph uh, Mengele, or Joseph Goebbels, excuse me, I misspoke, the Nazi Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda minister for the Nazi party in Germany. So when you look at the, the, the Western media, people need to understand that whether they're reading it in the New York Times, Washington Post, whoever, or they're watching CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, even Fox has stalled out. They have to understand that 95%, give or take, is a fake narrative. They get what's called hot sheets on a daily basis that give them the talking points. And I'll give you a silly example of the hot sheets. Every year, if you look at um, TV stations using Santa Claus for Christmas, you'll see a narrative. Well, as an example, Santa Claus is making his way across whatever. The Mideast, he's on time. It's going to be a jolly Christmas. Well, if you change the channel to another local station, they will say the exact same thing verbatim. Those are the hot sheets. Now, I use Santa Claus as an example because I've seen, you know, documentaries on it where they use that example to show the hot sheets. So everything that you're seeing on CNN and all these major media, including print, is all pre-planned programming. All of it. There may might be 5%. That's not. One example of a solid reporter, journalist, whatever you want to call him, is Tucker Carlson. In fact, I have to mention, because, Maggie, you know I, we don't use information from anybody else ever. I've never done it. Right. However, Tucker Carlson had a gentleman on, and I won't name his name, that's his business, but if you look at Tucker Carlson's latest interviews, he had a gentleman on, that was so proficient in these NGOs in the intelligence community. Um, he knows each one. 
He knows them very well. In fact, I've never heard someone other than us who knew it so well, except RFK Jr. RFK Jr. is is very, very knowledgeable. And because of this reason, the deep state's not giving him any airtime. They won't give him Secret Service protection. And, and they're just shutting him down, which is a shame because he has a lot to say. And we don't we don't pick, as you know, and I want to tell your audience, we, we don't we we don't pick uh, and we never, you know, back, you know, one candidate versus the other. Our, our function is very simple. We bring out the truth and say the things that nobody else is willing to say. And, you know, from from our history, mine particularly, um, it's dangerous and people know it's dangerous. Yes. And people, so. people, people get injured. People don't make it. So people are afraid. Now, let's talk about how this ties in right now to let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to where we are right now. We're in a situation where president, former president Trump is fighting numerous criminal cases, numerous civil cases. And I think everybody who's a conservative thinking mind would say these are all not to create a pun, but trumped up charges, which they are. So in further research, we found out that, you know, not only is Biden so compromised, any normal rational thinking person would make him step down. So we'll get into that later, but they can't have Biden step down because they're so afraid of Kamala Harris becoming president They'll do anything they can to stop that. And we'll get into Operation Switch a little bit later. So now we have we have the media blasting everybody on a daily basis that Trump is a psychopath. He's psychotic. He eats babies. La-di-da. Now, if you look at Trump's policies, which is what we're more concerned with, we don't care about his personality. Whether you like him or hate him, we could care less. His policies when he was in office, the Western media says if he gets reelected again, he's going to take us to war. Well, when he was in office, he didn't take us to war. He did the exact opposite. The Mideast was at total peace. Um, he was keeping the Ukrainian problem from breaking out into a war. And had he been reelected, and I'll, I'll segue for a minute, for those who don't know, Hillary Clinton will tell you that she won the popular vote. That, that's an absolute bold-faced lie. In fact, without the mail-in ballots and the week after the election to create all these fake ballots, President Trump won the 2020 election by the biggest landslide ever. Not yes. many people will tell you that, but I can tell you with 100% certainty, it's true. The election was stolen, and one thing we, we missed, and Maggie, you know what we're capable of, but your audience doesn't. In 2016, we were able to figure out where a Dominion server, which uses Hammer and Scorecard, uh, and had been used years prior to turn over an election, 
you know, give or take three or four percent, it could swing an election. You know, Obama used it in Florida in 2012, and it was successful. So they have these different things to stop Trump, but continuing on, she's fighting all these civil and criminal trumped-up charges, which look like as much as he's getting decimated on this on this um, crazy civil penalty, which is just absolutely absurd. And I, I don't need to tell people that. All they need to do is watch the news. And it's just a ridiculous um, civil judgment. Now, what people may not understand, in order for President Trump to appeal that decision, he has to pay the money. Now, I believe... I believe it doesn't matter what I believe, but I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think it will be appealed. I think that that judge, uh, that'll get overturned as far as the, the damage amount. It's not the most important thing by any means, but I think we see that judge having big problems and probably will, will lose his seat on the bench. But that doesn't help right now. All right. Now, let's go back to what I was saying about um, the deep state and who are they again and why do they hate Trump so much? That's what people, I think, are missing. The United States, by any means or any calculation, the United States is literally bankrupt and has been for quite some time, and, you know, a great person, Elon Musk, his people ran the numbers on it, and he came out and said, I don't know, a week or two ago, that the deficit the United States government is running is absolutely unsustainable. At a million dollars a minute in interest, it's, it's just, it's as crazy as it sounds, and it's unsustainable. So, why do they hate Trump? Hillary Clinton was guaranteed the election. She was guaranteed the election. It was a fix from the beginning. However, without going into who did it, somebody discovered the Dominion server, which was to use hammer and scorecard and fix the numbers on the election. That system was taken down. So, at the time of the election evening, Hillary, or sec former Secretary of State Clinton, did not know that the Dominion server was taken out of commission. She ended up losing the election. Now, what happened after that is irrelevant. You know, what she said, you know, win, lose, whatever, doesn't matter. Trump's now in office. But what was supposed to happen was Hillary Clinton was supposed to become President Clinton, and she was supposed to carry on with the deep state's agenda. Now, knowing that the United States is broken, it's financially bankrupt, George Bush 43 has already collateral collateralized. When he was in office, he collateralized most of the most famous federal parks in the United States, as well as most of the major seaports.
to China. Uh, why did he do this? Because we have a program of almost 70 years, which was to turn over the major power to be China in the 21st century, and it's running behind because Trump beat Clinton. Now, they don't want that to happen again. So what people are seeing is basically insane prosecution. They're not prosecutions, they're persecutions. Big difference. And you're starting to see very intelligent people like Mr. Wonderful, the investment uh, banker out of New York, coming out publicly and stating what we're telling you and have told you for two years, that certain states are, are just in the toilet. They're bankrupt themselves, California, New York, Chicago, these different cities that are followed the, the plan of, of letting these illegals in, and nobody understood why, but you're going to find out why in this interview today, why these illegals were brought in. So, basically, if the criminal courts and the civil courts and the Supreme Courts and these crazy judge rulings didn't take out Trump, then they needed an alternate plan. In the intelligence business, there's never one plan. Uh, the military term is FUBAR. Whenever a plan is executed, say in special forces or in anything, FUBAR happens in about a minute after execution starts of the plan. And Maggie, you can explain FUBAR to people. Um, okay, so here we are. Now we have Trump. He's still carrying on. By all intents and purposes, he's well set to get the nomination. How do they stop him? Because they're not going to stop trying to stop him. So first thing the president, former President Trump needs is these 80,000 hours of digitized records will completely exonerate him. Trust me on this fact. When this comes out, it will completely exonerate him. Now, like I said, Secretary, uh, Speaker of the House, excuse me, Mike Johnson, I'm told that he's going to release this. Now, if he releases it, there's going to be a massive uproar because all the talking points of the Western media, particularly the liberal side of the media, is going to be caught. Major politicians are going to be caught. And it's treason. Make no mistake about it. It's treason. And what you're seeing at the border is massive treason. People are just starting to say it's an invasion. And last year on the show, we told you that there's going to be a major, major influx of illegals. Now, why did they do that? That started... That started and went into high gear under President Obama. And what the deep state's trying to do is create a totalitarian government that appears to have democracy and democrat, democratic elections that appear like you can cast your vote and it'll be a fair election. That's wholly untrue. That's part of a fake narrative 
and these illegal aliens, like I said, generally. We're going to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about the illegal aliens on the other side of the show with Daniel. Don't go away. I had this crazy dream about some folks who love this country who all began to dream the same dream. When the morning came, there arose across this nation people thinking one and the same. And they awoke to find their freedoms and all their liberties had gradually been taken away. And when they realized the danger to their posterity, I heard those patriotic people say, We want this country back We ain't just joking, Jack We want our liberty And our dignity And our freedoms and our rights restored We want this country back She's been driven way off track We're wide awake and we're madder than hell now And we ain't take it anymore no we're not gonna take it anymore remember golden days when the stars and stripes forever symbolized her glorious name america but now it's all been changed and when we gaze upon old glory it's hard to fight back feelings of shame Fed up with lying politicians and greedy corporations who have sold us out time and again. And we're sick and tired of sending our soldiers off to wars that we were never meant to win. We want this country back. We ain't just joking, Jack. We want our liberty and our dignity. right and our victory's on the way and we won't give up the fight till we hear 200 million say we want this country back we ain't just joking jack Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on as a result it naturally has antifungal anti-infection antiviral antibacterial anti-inflammation and anti-parasite properties so the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection diabetes or cancer the tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. 
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.